and welcome to the Before It Was Called podcast. I'm Tom on Treads and this is Jay, Shaky Jay. Fuck, I always fuck up the intros. You, you, you fuck up most things, to be honest. Have you met you? Um, yeah, true. So, um, How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, good. Just week of work and then about to start another week of work. But yeah, no, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying my work at the moment and life oh, is good. all right right now. Throwing yourself into it. Yeah. Well, once it's over for the year, I don't have much work to throw myself into, so I've got to build up my monies. Yeah, true. Well, I'm about to get, uh, I think it's like 40 weeks of free work driven out of me. 40 weeks, so nearly a year. Yeah. So, two years master's course and 10 weeks a semester is on placement. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. So, I I get to give someone 40 weeks of free work. Uh... Wait, if you're on placement per semester, a semester is half a year, so it's only going to be 20 weeks, wouldn't it? No, because it's two years. Oh, duh, duh, duh. But yeah, it's over a two-year <laughs> period. You're fine. You'll be fine. Stop your bitching. On today's show, we're going to be uh, talking about wrestling theme songs. And after the intro music, I'm going to go on a little rant about uh, yeah. some things Tom's- that have come about. This Tom is very cranky world. at some um some firings and some um stupid decisions by some WWE staff and ex superstars. Um, I'm gonna just jump in intermittently, but I'm just gonna let him go. Um, <laughs> oh, I've yeah, never been let... more angry at a Southern billionaire than I am right now. <laughs> really? Not even when they let go of um, what's his name? Your mate. Um, he was North American champion, got beaten by Swerve, and then was let go. Um, or Jonah Rock. Yeah, or Bronson Jonah. Reed. He goes now. Bronson Reed. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. I was disappointed in that, but I'm I'm truly angry now because, uh the way they did. Well, here's the theme music. <laughs> Welcome to the Before It Was Cool podcast. That was the theme song, and well, I'd say, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, that you're in for a treat, but fuck, um, this is going to go, this is going to go hard, this is... (laughs) Oh, God. um, But, um... Tom has been given some specific instructions that he's not allowed to call anyone bitch or cunt um, if it's directed towards a woman because it is deemed sexist and I do understand where that's coming from. So um, he's going to try and use some other terms during this during this rant if he remembers. Yeah. As you can if hear, I remember. Um, Tom is inhaling and exhaling. He's psyching himself up. Um, I'm just trying to calm myself down. <laughs> All I know about this rant is that it's um, based on the recent hu- um, firings by WWE. Um, that's all I know. This isn't scripted. 
This is all going to be news to me. Um, <laughs> I've um, got my popcorn. I've um, <laughs> I've got a pee bucket if I need if I need to leave the um, chair so I can just keep listening. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Tom, and may God have mercy on our souls. <laughs> oh God, because fucking Vince McMahon thinks he is obviously the dickhead. But what happened was, I on Friday our time, Australian time, 18 wrestlers were let go from the WWE. 18, contributing to 72 releases this fucking year alone. 72, including two former world champions in Braun Strowman and fucking Wyndham Rotunda. And I refuse to call him Bray Wyatt anymore because that old man can go fuck himself. Seriously. So why'd you call um, Adam Kerr, or Adam Scher, sorry, Braun Strowman? Because Braun Strowman's a better name. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Wyndham Rotunda is fucking um, awesome. But they had Keith Lee on their fucking books. Keith fucking Lee. A man that nearly died last year from COVID for your fucking company. A man that you made the North American champion in NXT and the NXT champion at the same fucking time. And all they could do was fuck him up, call him back out, and then shove him out the door. Fucking twats. Um, it has been a consistent thing of the main roster screwing up champions. Yeah. Like the only ones that I've seen that have come through and done, I wouldn't say better, but at least as good, um, or at least treated as a serious thing. Like, treated seriously, you've got your Samoa Joes, he was treated really well. Um, Quite. Got, he wasn't given any championships, but he was always in high-profile feuds, he was reliable, he's just, his issue yeah, was his age. It doesn't mean that he was treated well. I mean... He got turned into a fucking stalker against AJ. They had AJ Styles and Samoa Joe in a fucking program and they turned into a stalker angle. <laughs> I did forget about that one, sorry. Anyway, this is your rant. I'll let you keep going. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, Keith Lee, you're very angry about that. I, to be honest, I've seen Keith, a bit of Keith Lee's stuff and he is absolutely amazing. The whole Limitless thing was so true. And then Bearcat. He's and nearly they, seven foot tall. He nearly weighs 400 pounds and go to the top rope and do a double moonsault. And he does fucking everything inside that ring that you need him to, but Vince McMahon thinks he's too fat. So what does he do? He puts a fucking top on him and changes his name completely. <laughs> it's oh, funny fuck. that you go and say someone like that is too fat, yet you look at the early days like, well, let's go to one of the biggest examples, Andre the Giant, who was overweight. Yeah. And one of the biggest... Well, not not by fault of his own. He had gigantism. He had oh, yeah, a protruding, of course. Of course. Uh, what, what's it called? Pituitary the, gland. The, yeah, yeah. It was way too big, and he kept growing because of it. He never stopped. But, yeah, like, he's an example of someone who was huge. Like, even you look at some others, like um, Big John Studd. Yeah. Overweight. There were plenty of wrestlers who were overweight who were big draws. Um, exactly. And the like, uh, whole thing is Vince wants his superstars to be this unattainable friggin' uh, superhero. Guess what? Like, 
there are guys at the gym in better shape than Triple H. Hmm. Like they want people with the they want people with the body of um Finn Balor, but with the size of Geekly. Yeah. Well, which gets me on my next fucking release. Although Well, I was gonna say just just before you keep going, the only person I've ever seen that really matches that aesthetic really well, problem was he wasn't very the, that great in the ring, was Matt Morgan. Yeah, yeah. But he, he was couldn't like talk. Just, yeah, or and he wasn't that great in the ring either. No, he wasn't. He was uh, tried to be Brock Lesnar, but Brock can't talk either. The one they had on their fucking <laughs> their books that they released the other day, that although there are rumors that he was one of the five released over not wanting to get vaccinated, but that is unconfirmed. I'm not going to speculate on that. There is only one confirmed for that, and I'll get to her later. Believe me. Fucking idiot. <laughs> but, uh, he's carrying a cross. He's a big dude, had the body of fucking Finn Balor, could talk, had Scarlet with him. So what did they do? They fucking took Scarlet away, put him in a gimp outfit, and made him job out as soon as he got there while he was holding the fucking NXT title, the dickheads. Oh, God. And then you Is had, it? on the women's side of things, you had former NXT women's champions. You had former main roster women's champions. You had stars that have been stars in every company that they've gone to, like Mei Yim, who, by the way, is Keith Lee's partner. Mm. She deserved to be treated better, and so did all these people. And what has pissed me off more than any of the other releases, the other releases were put down to budget cuts. Okay. Okay, the fucking reports may have shown that it helped every now and then. This one was right after a global fucking pandemic had nearly destroyed the world and less than half an hour after they got off an investor call saying it was their best fiscal quarter in almost 20 fucking years. Ah. Hmm. Uh, and then they said in the email to the talent, this is for budgetary reasons. Yeah, which was, to be honest, I see that as just a cop-out. It like, is. Because everyone knows that it isn't just for budgetary reasons. Like, um, <laughs> from what I can see, like, they fired a lot of wrestlers who weren't doing much at the time. There was quite a few there. Like, um, what's his name? Um, uh... I can't remember his name, but um, he was an indie guy and he was supposed to be brought in and then he was just let go. Um, I think he's part of the Hart family. Um, or oh, Davey Hart Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's his WWE name, but like he's a former IWGP heavyweight tag team champion. He's a former G1 finalist, for fuck's sake. He went overseas and did everything over there. And AEW offered him three times the amount that WWE offered him. He said no because he wanted to go induct his father into the Hall of Fame. And then they don't even put him on TV once. He's the British Bulldog's fucking son, for Christ's sakes. (laughs) Oh, this is fun. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. We haven't even got to the worst one yet. Well, um, like, and that's the thing, like, I think one of the big things they did with a lot of these firings is they looked at age of the wrestlers. Yeah. But 
there's other wrestlers who are older who are just doing who shouldn't be there still um yeah and i'm not talking like veterans or anything like that. like wrestlers who i don't think will ever be a draw who even then might not be of an age but they're just not interesting like what's his name um jackson Riker. yeah he's still oh, on the he's... books isn't he no he got released did he no, not last one not this one but last one i think it was okay or he could still be there i wouldn't know let me check but i'll let you start ranting about the treatment of um a lot of their performers by the way he refused vince mcmahon here refuses to let the wrestlers unionize he refuses to let them get their own rights like literally lena vega brought it up at the start of last year and she was let go Admittedly, she was brought back in an attempt to bribe Alistair Black from going to greener pastures, and we'll get there in a minute. But my God, what a fucking old man. Old Southern billionaire cockface will not let his wrestlers have their own fucking rights because he thinks that if they don't have their own rights, he can control them because they're independent contractors. It's more than that. It's also that classic American fear of anything socialist. Yeah. And under the belief that it's communism. Like, you talk about universal health care to some Americans, well, national health care, and they'll just turn around, no, 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 that's communism. It's like, no, it's looking after your people. Um, and, yeah, it's just, um, it's just so dumb. Like, and oh by the way jackson Riker is still with the wwe and you know what he's got a gimmick that'll get him over as a baby face self-flagellance where he hits himself and punishes himself that that's that's cool with the kids right yeah exactly exactly uh, but yeah like it's it's frustrating to watch <laughs> see i thought it would have just gone a bit more solid and given you the shits um but yeah, it's such a crazy thing to treat so many of these stars who are established, who have big fan bases. And the other thing like is, that. he made them fucking get the international fan bases. Then he's giving them to people that he doesn't see as competition, but is now on the key demographics, beating his, all of his shows week to week. All of them. Well, you think the last, like, if I was to think the last 10 years, three of the biggest stars that have been in wrestling, like, this is talking more American wrestling, um, well, famous in America. Um, you've got Daniel Bryan. Well, sorry, yeah. um, Bryan Danielson. Bryan Danielson. Um, he took over the WWE. He was amazing. Just yeah. before him, when it came to the biggest star, you had CM Punk. Yeah. Both of which have moved on. Um, yeah, they're to... both in AEW, for example. All Elite Wrestling, who actually, you know, treat their wrestlers properly. Mm. There's been a couple of people who've complained about it, but most of the people working there have been pretty positive. So, yeah. Um, then you've got Kenny Omega, who's amongst the best in the world. And he's the um, AEW World Champion. Yeah. You've also got Chris Jericho over there, who, like, is past his prime. I'm never going to deny that. But he is still a great performer. Yeah. 
then again, like as far as performance goes, Jericho hasn't really ever had a problem. He's always been that good. Oh yeah, just. But in I find ring watching work, him now, he's not as good. Like yeah. his like his in ring work is not as strong as what it used to be, and that's okay. He's pushing fifty. Um, I think he's up fifty now. Let me quickly check. But um, yeah, he's been around long enough that he is due a bit of cooldown time. He's yeah, and then you got that young boxer with the highest selling independent uh, wrestlers of all time. Even had their merch picked up by a, uh, a chainsaw in America called Hot Topic, just so that they could hold their merch because it went like hotcakes, pretty much. And then you got. Like, uh, wrestlers, wrestlers, like, Kazuchika Wakata. Like, hardcore marks. Love that dude. Because he is so fucking good. He's really nice, too. (laughs) Fair enough. But yeah, Chris Jericho is 50. Yeah. Exactly. And And he's still going. He's still putting over younger talent. I mean... Well, MGF got a huge rub from him. Yeah, MJ, he might have won the last match of the feud, but MJF won the three before that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was great storytelling, and MJF, like, MJF has been doing fantastically. Yeah. Like, he's one of the best heels in the business at the moment, at least on yeah. the mic. Look, sometimes he gets criticized because he goes for the cheap heat too easily. But that's kind of what sorry? Cheap heat. Yeah, so, but, like, he, he will call Brian Pillman's mum a whore. Yeah. Sorry, um, Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. I was going to say, Brian Pillman doesn't care what you call his mum. He's a bit dead. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, yeah. And, yeah, MJF is, like, he might go for cheap heat, but he does it well. Like, yeah, exactly. And that's on the other side of the fence. That's what all these wrestlers are being pushed to. Although Vince thinks that they're not competition. They're not competition until they fucking overtake you, you daft old prick. Hmm. Do you believe the rumors? Because I remember we've talked previously about him potentially selling. Do you um think that's the case still? Uh, back then, I was like, no, I was adamant that he would never sell the company. No, last I time think... you said he was. Last time we spoke, you said he was, that there were a couple of buyers. There were a couple of uh, interested parties. Oh, yeah, because I'm thinking of back to the James Hardy episode where I said I don't think he will. Then it came out that Disney and a few others were looking to buy. Now, hmm. with all these releases and the fact that uh, Shane has given away hours cashed in on every single share, he no longer owns a single portion of WWE. And mm. Vince, uh, not Vince, Stephanie and Paul, Triple H and Stephanie, man, have sold $100 million worth of stock in WWE. Yeah. It's, um... So I reckon he's trying to lighten the load because they're like, he's like, do you want it? No, no. You want to retire soon. So he's lightening the load to get rid of it. I strongly believe that now. And quite frankly, in someone else's hands, it might actually do well. 
Oh, absolutely. Like, um, Vince, Vince revolutionized wrestling when he started creating, like took away from the territory system. Um, then his growth from there was great. And then when he had no one to fight with and surrounded himself with a bunch of yes men, he saw everything happen. Everything just yeah. go down. But like, I'm just, just cause of, um, your emotions at the moment. There's something I just want to talk to you about. Um, just, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. I'm going to go through um, the entire list of people who are released. And yeah. I want to just hear your voices. Like on cause The 18 or the amazing. entire 72? Uh, the 18. Just the most recent okay. stuff. Um, where is it? I'm just trying to find the full list. Um, uh, where is it? releases come on there's so i'm just scrolling through wrestling headlines trying to find the full list um there's one you should probably leave to the end because i'm gonna go on a former rant about her i i know i know i know i'll be um i know what's happening there um, <laughs> oh god damn i'm she's the only one i'm truly like yeah okay yeah fair enough and whoever the other four are i'm like yeah okay fair enough I, I would have released those twats as well. Um, yeah. Um, for those who don't know, we're talking about... Um, we're talking about anyone who's refusing the jab. Um, yeah. Like, if you, out of the 18 released, it were five that refused the jab and refused to do anything. They walked yeah, away from like, million-dollar contracts. See, like... If you don't want to get the jab, that's on you, but don't expect to be a part of society. Um, if you're a performer who goes worldwide, you're not going to um, keep your be job cleared. because you're a risk to people. Exactly. Okay, so, so Carrie and Cross you spoke about. Yeah, um, a fucking wasted opportunity. See, I, I, I didn't rate Seriously. him that highly, but yeah, he was, he was solid, but he wasn't, yeah. He was a monster, which they're solely lacking at the moment. All they had to do was bring him in with Scarlet, treat him like they did in NXT, push him at the belt, give him the belt, and have him reign over everything so Roman beats him at SummerSlam. It's fucking simple. <laughs> okay, so the next one is um, B-Fab from Hit Row. Yeah, I know. Fuck. That one's just frustrating. Like, that's more frustrating than angry. Like, you but just you... called up Hit Row. You just called them up. You fucking recognize the potential in the group, and then you fire someone from it. My guess there is that she's actually one of the ones who refused the jab. Um, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> speculate too hard, because... Yeah. Like, don't want to make Assuming makes an ass out of you and me. Yeah. But it's just the age, she was good on the mic, she was solid in the group, and she was young. So, like, yeah, yeah. I think she had potential. And the women's roster is just getting smaller and smaller, it seems. Yeah, because uh, now that, although Maddie Mill's a really nice guy, and but now that Bruce Pritchard and John Laurinaitis are in, they were like, women don't fucking sell tickets. Yeah. Classic old men sexists. 
Yeah. Well, John Laurinaitis years were the Diva Search years. Yeah. Yeah. When you had the Divas title take over from the women's title with that fucking butterfly. Hmm. Because that wasn't patronizing at all. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Cash can't tell I'm very angry. Um, the next two, and admittedly, these ones I've heard have been asking for their release, and that was um, Grand Metallic, Metallic and Lince Dorado. Vince Dorado and Grand Metallic. Uh, yeah. They, they wanted their, their releases release. with Kalisto and Sin Cara. They've yeah. wanted them for ages, but uh, yeah, those two, I'm actually like, yeah, good. They've finally let them go. They've been wanting to go back to CMLL and AAA in Mexico, the two big brands down there for years. Mm. But uh, WWE wouldn't let them go. And yeah, so that one, that one's fine. Like, we're not angry for them. Oh, here's one you're actually probably happy about the release, Eva Marie. Yeah. Like, why did you bring her back? Why did you waste the fucking roster position and bring her back and release someone like Zack fucking Ryder. And Matt Cordona has proven on the indies how good he fucking is. Mm. How they could have built that fucking company around him because he was so fucking popular and so good at what he did. And mm. all they did was he- make him hold up one finger in the, in the air and then another hand make an L shape to make Long Island. Yeah. And the thing is, when he was at his biggest... They could have built around him, made him a champion, and then a heel turn like that would be almost as big as the Hogan heel turn for the NWO. Yeah, or... No. You don't think it could have been as big as that? No. The only thing they could ever be that big... Because they've got to remember, WWE are okay with turns, but they're not that great. Like, when Stone Cold did it at WrestleMania 17, it did not work. Uh, when uh, Seth Rollins tried to turn face, it did not work. Uh, they, they're they good with the some turn. of them. Like, there's some turns that they've done really well. Uh, the Roman turn was fucking great. Yeah, but I think that's because um, Paul Heyman had more input on it. Yeah, exactly. But... Uh, yeah, I I think the only one that could have a good time with that is five years ago if John Cena turned heel. Yeah, that ship's long gone. That's why I said five years ago. <laughs> Actually, it's closer to ten now. Fuck them all. Okay, so um, we just talked to Eva Marie. Um, you've talked Keith Lee and Mia Yim. But me, you yeah. so missed. Like brought in as part of um, retribution, and then yeah, she was even brought in before that. She was brought in as part of the May Young Classic, second yeah, ever oh. one. Yeah, there's been plenty of wrestlers brought in for that. That's a bit of a different kettle of fish than um. No, but like, she was one of the ones the brought in one. with the contract, not one of the okay. independent ones. Um, okay. Now, just going to the NXT Super Scars that were. I don't know how many of these guys you know. You have a greater knowledge than me. Um, Trey Baxter? Oh, I'm not too up on some of the next yep. day. When it became 2.0, I stopped watching. Jesse Camilla, Jeet Rama, Zeta Ramia, and Katrina Cortez. And then... Yeah, 
like all the names, like even though they're in a group, extremely talented. Uh, it's a Jeet. Jeet. Jeet Rama? Uh, yeah. Big Indian fella. If it's the guy I'm thinking of, but he's, or he's Saudi, or he's from the area. If he's the one yeah, I'm thinking of. Pretty different of. areas, to be honest. One's Hindu. Middle East, Southeast Asia. But. Yeah. I'm trying to. I've got two pictures in my mind. One's got short hair. One's got like middle and length hair. But yeah, and, and then if we keep one's going, Indian, um... one's society. But either way, like seriously, you go to you get paid ten million dollars a year to go to Saudi Arabia. Why wouldn't you want another Saudi star on your fucking roster? Let alone someone who's not a high flyer. Yeah. Let alone someone who's like, yeah, because they they've currently got a couple of Saudi wrestlers who are great, but they're lightweights, they're high flyers. You get someone that's that huge sort of thing. It, it's the classic um, Abdullah the Butcher or Andre the Giant. It's a sideshow. It's a special thing to see. And like he was more built. He was like Undertaker size. Still hmm. massive. Still could squash you like a bug, but built like a brick shit out. Yeah. So they also released. So this is talking about the wrestling sort of thing, the um women's wrestling sort of thing. Releasing Scarlet, that was actually honestly a surprise. Like, admittedly, I mean, the moment Carrion was gone, she was gone, and she wasn't. But the fact she wasn't being used. Yeah, like I know. Scarlet's absolutely gorgeous. She fits that whole diva sort of element that was in before, and she wasn't bad in the ring. She wasn't great. But but either uh, way, like they protected her by not putting her in the ring. As much hmm. as you would expect. So what they did was they made her Carrion's manager. And it fucking worked. That act was more over than anything else they had in NXT at the time. Including Johnny Gargano and fucking Tommaso Ciampa. Hmm. There was a reason why no. Carrion won the world title and held it for as long as he did. Yeah. And then they put him in bondage gear because that's what gets the viewers and took scarlet away from him what the fuck Which, uh, well vince doesn't like managers like the only closest thing to a manager that like the only real managers that are around at the moment are what paul Heyman, but that's because Heyman's amazing yeah like who else is there when it comes to managers in wwe uh i can't think of any Zelina Vega was a manager for ages, but she's now a full-time wrestler because she doesn't need to manage someone who's not even And as soon as Andrade got to the main roster, he separated them. No, with Andrade, they were together still because she was managing Andrade and... Oh, yeah, Humberto Carrillo. No, it wasn't Humberto Carrillo. It was Angel Garza. Oh, yeah, that's right, with Andrade. They had that match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Not those um, two, but they were in a match. Though it's interesting, um, Humberto and Angel Garza are a tag team now. And, yeah. Um, I'm just wondering, like, are they going to end up just being the new, like, pretty much the new Lucha House Party, like, generic, just, and then before that, Los Matadores slash the Colognes slash the Shining Stars. Um, yeah. where they're just going to be more jobbers when they're too talented for it, to be honest. 
Um, Fuck, even the coins were too dollars for that shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, the real C-Mac was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so Scarlet got released. The next one, Oni Lorcan. Seriously. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> don't have words for how stupid that one was. He was your fucking NXT Tag Team Champion, like, fucking within the year. And you mm. released him because you went, oh, we can't do anything with him. Ah! But <laughs> then there's um Frankie Monette, so um, Taya Valkyrie. Oh, why? Why? Uh... Makes me think that John Morrison's going to get released soon. Yeah. Like, he's been, he's barely been used to his full potential anyway. Not even barely. He's not at all. He's proven uh, in other companies he can be a world champion, and he's not even in the main event scene. He's not even he's in any scene. Yeah, he's on some fucking back chair waiting for the Miz to take off the blue paint and finish dancing so he can come over and they can continue their feud. <sighs> well, um. Miz has been kicked out of Dancing with the Stars, so that should be soon. Yeah. But um, that's right. if they decide to use him. Um, then, after Taya Valkyrie, who's a solid hand in the ring, um, Ember Moon She's got... a former AAA world champion. Hmm. Ah. And then we've got Ember Moon, who's been released. I nearly blew my fucking gasket then. Seriously, Ember fucking Moon... Amber fucking moon. Ah, You idiots. Uh, If she goes to AEW, they're going to use her right. They're going to have her be the one that kicks the living shit out of Britt Baker to the AEW world women's title and fucking never let it go because she is that fucking good, you dumb fucks. She was trained by um, Booker T, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. her. Okay, and now for the part that everyone's been waiting for. Um, the last one on the list. Who? Anyone who knows anything about wrestling knows that we've been saving this and knew who we were talking about. Um, okay, so I'm not going to let you go straight into your rant. But um, <laughs> we're talking about Nia Jax. Um, so Nia Jax is a wrestler, obviously. Um and she's recently been let go. Now, Nia Jax has got quite a reputation for being very careless in the ring and being pretty dangerous. Like, she's injured a lot of people, including Becky Lynch, um, trying to think who else, Kari Sane. Um, yeah, there's been quite a few have been who have been significantly injured by her. And she kept. it felt like she kept getting pushes and everything. Alexa Bliss twice. Yeah. And like one thing that um, surprises me is that she she was released, like when it was first announced, it was an honestly huge surprise. Um, But then some more information's come out about that and it's regarding vaccination status. Um, Anyway, I'm leaving it now. I'm handing it back over to Tom. He's getting worked up. Everyone get ready. Grab your popcorn. Um, 
he may get so angry right now you'll actually get spit through your speakers while he's talking. So um, maybe bring <laughs> a windscreen wiper or some goggles. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have COVID, so you're safe. Um, Tom, what do you think of Nia Jax? No, I don't have COVID because I was an actual fucking responsible human being and went and got the fucking jab, you dumb piece of shit. My fucking God. You work in a company that works overseas. You work in a company that works in all 50 of your mainland states. And you work in a company that works in indoor fucking arenas. And the one rule is, get the fucking jab. Because there is no actual scientific evidence to prove that it fucking does anything that gives you 5G and makes you fucking magnetic. You dumb piece of shit. Ah. <laughs> um. <sighs> You were the only one named out of the five that weren't that didn't want to get vaxxed. And you're all piece of shit too. I know thirty-two-year-old grown men without disabilities, like Jay and I, that went and got it because it was a common fucking decent thing to do, because they're not the only person on this earth. They have parents, they have friends, they have family that are vulnerable to this fucking disease. That has ripped our world, not our nation, not our state, not our town, our fucking world apart, you dumb piece of shit, you selfish arsehole. Ah. You forgot to bring up the fact that she, you forgot to bring up the fact she also works with children who probably can't get vaccinated. Exactly, exactly. Ah, I've got two kids under 12 that cannot be vaccinated. They look up to these wrestlers. I've introduced them to some of these wrestlers and to find out that some of them are fuckwits that won't get vaccinated, they can go fuck themselves. You know DDP uh, won't get either. Yeah, but DDP is like 310. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about him. He's not an active wrestler. He's not interacting with people as much. Yeah, exactly. But, um, <sighs> fucking, you okay, buddy? there is no evidence to prove that these things are bad. Like, people are like, oh, I literally heard someone the other day say to me, oh, this Pfizer company, this brand new company that came out of nowhere, Pfizer been have been years. around for like 80 years. Most of what you have. As far as your medications or whatever the doctor gives you or even your vitamins, Pfizer fucking makes most of that shit. You dumb... Pfizer owns, Vi Pfizer owns Viagra. Exactly. They invented that little blue masterpiece. I mean, pill. <laughs> so, um, to be honest, that was originally created to work with um heart issues and then they found a much more interesting use for it and then it became... <laughs> yeah. The most sold drug ever. It's still prescribed to people with uh, chronic heart issues to help with blood flow, but it has an interesting side effect. <laughs> it's also really good if you um, like if um, you get a full body burn or sunburn, so you can sleep at night. Mainly, it keeps the sheets off you. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to lighten that. the mood. I had to lighten the mood after that tirade. It was great. Oh god, uh -huh. I generally am not. I'm not happy about 
all but maybe two of the releases the WWE had. I'm fucking glad they got that. Uh, I can't say those words. They got that thing off my TV. Stopped her from literally injuring some of my favorite wrestlers in the world. And they fucking fired her. And AEW, if they hire her, if Impact hire her, I'm not watching their companies anymore. Whatever. And by the way, I cancelled my fucking WWE Network subscription today. That's how much they have genuinely pissed me off. I have not missed an episode of Raw since 1997. Not once have I missed it. I might have missed it live, but I caught up on it before the next episode aired. I have not missed a fucking episode. I'm refusing to watch WWE from here on out. So, Tom, why don't you tell us how you really feel? Exactly. <laughs> uh, now, let's lighten the mood and go on to the theme songs. The Before the Score podcast is now on Patreon. There are six tiers to choose from, ranging from $1 to $100. $1 gets you just to help. $3 gets you a shout-out in every episode, except for the episodes in the next tier. $10 gets you your choice. You choose the topic, and I record a solo episode dedicated to you with no ads or other Patreon shout-outs. $15 is Produce It Up. You get the opportunity to choose the week's topic and the co-host. The code should be attainable and knowledgeable on the subjects. 26 spots available. $50 gets you the VIP co-host position. 3 spots available. $100 is Make the School Podcast your own. You and a person of your choosing make an episode. You can even change the intro music and artwork and you can add a or ask Tom to edit to your specifications. Go to patreon.com before IWC and you will get to our landing page. That's patreon.com before IWC. Please support us so that we can continue to provide you with quality content each and every week. Yeah. Well, um, wrestling themes, as anyone who watches wrestling knows, they can make or break a character. Um, and some of them are so iconic. Like, like, let's just go through some big ones that are re- incredibly iconic. I'm um, Real American by Hulk Hogan. If um, you smell, then you need a shower. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Rocks one, like the pops you hear just for hearing that, the glass shatter. Yeah, um, or game. even Iron Man by Black Sabbath, like the original. There's a reason why it's called the Road Warrior Pop. When that... Yeah. Dun- the downstroke on the guitar hit. People knew that the Road Warriors were coming and they went fucking mental for that shit. Because hmm. that was back in the territory days where they'd go from place to place and if they appeared, it was just amazing. It was big. It was huge. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so but, do you have a favourite theme? Ah, uh, it's kind of hard to say. I used to love uh, the Kane. Not the Kane. Kane's old entrance by Finger Eleven. Um, that's the one he had during the Ruthless Aggression era. Yeah. Ah, uh, I used to love that. I used to love One of a Kind. Ah, oh, fuck. Like RVD's entrance theme. Uh mm-hmm. Triple H's The Game was really good. Whose theme was One of a Kind? 
Rob Van Dam's. Yeah, Rob Van Dam. Yeah. Who yeah, did sorry. I say? Oh no, you you said RVD. I just didn't hear it properly. I thought you said Harvey D. And it's like who's Harvey <laughs> D? What the hell? And yeah, you've got and, um, Jeff Hardy's theme song, not the don 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 the uh the one with Lou singing. I can't remember what it's called. That's I really really that. good. See, I love uh, like just talking Jeff Hardy. Like I love Team Extreme's theme. Yeah, like just. Like it, it just fires me up. Um, like I You've love also it. Like, got um, Eddie Guerrero, like I like a cheat, a steal. What? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so good. Oh, you got Booyah, Carlos six one nine. Yeah, you've got uh, um, the DX song. Yeah, exactly. You've got heaps in that. Even the understated ones, like Macho Man Randy Savage. Or Flight of the Valkyries. Or even Sexy Boy. Yeah. Or the better version of Sexy Cut. <laughs> He'll make your ankle hurt. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sensational yeah. Sherry did not know what the fuck was going on. Um, she was so you, out of it in that segment. Do you have a um favorite modern theme in WWE? Ah, yeah. Uh, there were a few when CFOS or CFO Dolomark were writing the music. CFO Dolomark, yeah. There were some really good ones. Like, uh, the best one that I can remember is Glorious. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Though, um, I also loved um Shinsuke's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Shinsuke's was incredible. Even and the shield that... that Sierra Ecto Hotel. Indigo. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. great. And just um, it suited the group so well. Um, what was because there's one more I was just about to talk about. I, I actually really love Sami Zayn's theme song. Like, yeah. it's just a good bit of scar. It's just really fun. It doesn't really suit his heel character, to be honest. It doesn't um, at all. But when he was a smiling baby face, it was great. And I want to see him go face again. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a good little shitty heel. But I want to see him go face again. But There are three, four wrestlers that I generally think are leaving in the next six months. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens? Yeah, he's... I genuinely think he'll leave. Oh, well. I think... companies. He's not being used properly. Yeah, exactly. It's Kevin fucking Owens. But uh, also, uh, in case people out there don't know, Kevin Owens, the Owens in his name comes from Owen Hart. His son's, son's who name is Owen, yeah. after Owen Hart. He and loves Owen Hart. His son is also a um has is one of the youngest people to ever pin someone in a wrestling ring. Exactly. But <laughs> he loves Owen Hart. And AEW have announced in January they're running the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament. Yeah. And 
Kevin Owens contract comes up right at the start of January. And yet Who better to ends. win the inaugural fucking Owen Hart tournament than the man that loves him almost as much as an actual Hart family member? It'll be hmm. fucking... Oh. Although I have to say he's will give you the exact same money that you're getting in WWE, but you get to win this. And he will yeah. jump. And, and the other US, one is like in December the there are three. The other three. In December there are two coming up in Kyle O'Reilly. All but one yeah. member of the Undisputed Era is in AEW. And the other half of Red Dragon is in AEW now. In Bobby Fish. So I reckon he's mm-hmm. gonna jump. And Johnny Gargano. I'm not hundred percent sure that he would jump, but I think he might. He'll get he'll see the grain of pastures. When do you think um do you think when do you know do you know if um when Finn Balor's contract ends? Uh he just renewed like last year for like three or four years. Okay. Um, but uh Sami Zayn's contract ends in February. Or the end yeah, of like, January. He'll compete in the rumble, then he'll fuck off. I guarantee mm. it. Especially if Owens leaves. The only way they'll get Owens to stay is they say, we're going to build you up. You're going to win the Rumble. going to go to Mania. You're going to win in the main event. That's the only way he'll stay. Mm. And to be honest, he deserves it. He's... I love oh, Kevin fuck Owens. Yeah. He's fantastic. But Outside of Wyndham Rotunda, he's probably my favorite wrestler today. Um, and the thing is, he's, I think he's going to probably suffer the same sort of thing as Keith Lee and William Rotunda, uh, not yeah. William, Wyndham Rotunda, um, in that, no, don't like his weight. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, reports are the backstage that Vince didn't like Wyndham Rotunda because he, uh, was very protective of his character and he's very player. protective of his character and also had a shit ton of creative uh, input, which Vince mm. does not like. Either you do things his way or you don't do them at all. Yeah, and... um, <sighs> I'm sorry, I'm so angry, dude. No, 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 <laughs> dude, 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 it's all good. It's all good. You needed to get that out and you're in a safe place. And, um... Seriously, this is a sport that I've genuinely loved since I was a little kid. I genuinely love professional wrestling. I wanted to be one so bad before my body gimped out. I can say that because I'm disabled. I'm being derogatory on purpose. (laughs) But, (laughs) yeah, before my body gimped out, I wanted to be a professional wrestler so bad. Other people can't use the word, but it's our word. Exactly. But, uh... Yeah, it... AW is about to bring in an, uh, maybe out of this is a sad thing out of those seventy two releases this year, eighteen the other day, only like two or three of them are gonna go over to AW because AW cannot be expected to hoover up every single person. Mm. WWE, well, let's impact, go. Impact is taking some, quite a few actually. 
Yeah, but none of the big guys. They can't afford them. Uh, Braun Strowman's apparently going over to Impact. Yeah. So Sorry, Adam, is Bray Adam Wyatt. Adam so uh, is Bray Wyatt. Rotunda. Wyndham Rotunda. Oh, yeah, Wyndham Rotunda. But there are a fuckload that are supposed to be going over to Impact, but haven't debuted. Yeah. Like, well, um, didn't um, Kalisto finally debut for them? No, he debuted for AEW. That's a whole nother kettle oh, yeah, of AEW, worms. Sorry, yeah. That's a whole nother yeah. kettle of worms because what it actually what happened was he was on land from AAA, pretty much. Okay. But um, he put out a tweet after his match, uh, saying he talked to John Huber, aka Brody Lee, who passed away less than a year ago. Mm. And, and yeah, he he's twenty sixth of December. Yeah, he spotted J O H N instead of J O N, and Chris Jericho had a go at him saying spell his name right. And, and so did um, the, Amanda Hoover. Yeah, the wife got on there and defended Jericho, and a bunch of fans that got on there calling Jericho a a, a over exaggerating dickhead because Mira did the same thing uh, close to the death, mm. and. He didn't call him out, right? Uh, I think it's more the fact that it's... um, Like, it's not... So at the time when people are grieving, it's understandable. It's just people putting it out. This is him going out and doing something. It's almost like it's like he's... When um, Kalisto... Well, uh, Sumare del Sol, is it? Yeah, um, Samurai del Sol. Yeah. When he did it, it's almost like he was doing it to get that extra bit of attention. Like, oh, he's doing this nice thing. We'll give him this respect. And he did it wrong. Yeah. Like it's like that whole, like, I wouldn't mm. say it's almost like, it's got a similarity to a bit of like virtue signaling where you tell yeah. people all the good stuff you do. And it's like, and like, if you're going to make a post about something like that, make sure you do it right. Like it's. And reports say that it's a bit of a star fucker. As in, he will do anything to get over, pretty much. Uh, mm. And he was a name dropper and all that. Like, I know this guy. Yeah. Kind of like me, but like he did it a dickish way. And he's successful. Yeah, exactly. And he has the use of his legs. Prick. Yeah, that's why. Uh, yeah, what an uh, asshole. How dare he use his body properly? Exactly. But yeah. I think it could have been done through a DM, but at the same time, like, if you're going to do it publicly, you're going to get public backlash, you dick. Mm-hmm. Either way. Oh, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Theme songs. Uh, probably the, what would you, you know call the most iconic theme song of all time? Um... I'd say, like, when you're saying iconic, you're meaning iconic amongst wrestling fans, iconic amongst general fans. Bit of both. Like, we'll just say, like, if you heard that, you instantly know who the, that theme song well, is for. That that list will go for ages, to be honest. Like, Yeah, um, true. Coming from a wrestling fan's point of view. Like we hear them week on week on week. 
um, the wrestler Gong into Funeral March. Um, yeah, it's pretty iconic. Um, sexy Boy. Yeah. Like, you can't go past Sexy Boy. Um, I can't remember what Hendrix song it was for the NWO. Uh, it wasn't a Hendrix song. It wasn't? I thought it was. No. What happened was the NWO had like a Hendrix sounding song, mm. but it wasn't actually a Hendrix song. Same way DX had a Registration sounding yeah. song, but it wasn't Registration Machine. Whereas Hulk Hogan, after he left NWO, he had Castles Made of Sand by, uh, by Jimi Hendrix's theme song for a while. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But yeah, that which um, you can't find anymore. WWE Network has overdubbed it with Real American. Okay. Just lost rights to it, or? Yeah, I think so. That or they're trying to make it seem like Hulk Hogan was always the not racist old white guy. He was the mm. real American. Well, that's a racist old white guy. That is a real American. Yeah, pretty much. Um, which is incredibly sad. Um, yeah, like I'd, I'd say the NWO theme, I'd say those ones that I just said. Um, Got to say Real American, sadly. Um, just because Hulk Hogan did go past things. The um, Glass Shatter of Stone Cold. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I'll actually say about The Rock. His theme song, I never thought was that crazy. Like, it wasn't anywhere near as iconic as the rest of it. But you it, knew... You Just because it opened knew. with him talking. It opened with him talking. Yeah, exactly, but that that's all I needed. It just pumped up the crowd instantly. Yeah, but it's not really a song, if you get me. Yeah. Like, it's not a theme song. It's the same with um the New Age Outlaws one. With the, oh, yeah. you didn't know? Because it was more the sound of the voice that pumped it up. Um, I don't know. I hate to say this because it is a bit more rhythmic and a bit more song-like, but in the end, is only a beat. Is the new day? Don't you dare be sour. Yeah. What is it's it? New Clap. Day. Yes, it is. Yeah. You world yeah, famous so and so champs feel the power. I'm um, also new day. Yes, it is. Another one I'll also give points to is um. Cult of Personality, CM Punk. Oh, yeah. And even the one before that, The Fire Still Burns by Killswitch. Yeah. Which originally wasn't his, it was Randy Orton's. Yeah. And even Randy um, Orton's. I hear yeah, voices in my head, they come to me, they talk to me. Yeah. yeah um, and well, you've also got to then add in um, John Cena, my time is now. Yeah, I do. I was in Melbourne at the Super Showdown pay-per-view. That's another thing. I've seen WWE many, many, many times live. I even flew all the way to the worst fucking city in this country, in Melbourne, to watch them live to take my daughter to go see them. And I finally got to see The Undertaker before he retired. But oh, when John Cena came out, the whole crowd started singing, John Cena sucks, 
John Cena sucks. And Amelia is decked out in John Cena gear. Looks at me and goes, Daddy, make them all stop. And she and you couldn't because you were there singing along? Pretty much right at the start I was. But I looked down and she was giving me the worst look I've ever seen. She expected me to stop a 90, uh, not a 90, was 77,000 people from turning John Cena sucks. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do that. So good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, okay, actually, quickly, you talk about, um, what you think the most iconic theme is, because then I've got a question to ask you, and it's one that you'll be pretty interested in. Okay. So, iconic theme, like, like what we, what I was just talking. Pretty much the same question back to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think because I don't know per se. Like DX, yes. It the game by Motorhead has broken pop culture lexicon. Uh the funeral march. Everyone, everyone, even casual fans, know what that is. Um, the gong. The moment you hear the gong, it's just the gong. It's yeah, like... exactly. Brock Lesnar, everyone knows what the fuck is about to happen when Brock's screech hits. Yeah. That opening though, um, screech. I don't know if you ever saw it. There was They were doing this almost this parody series, a cartoon series at one stage. It only did one episode. It appeared for a little bit and then it disappeared entirely. And um, like it was... Like they had like um like it was a heap of joke ones and one of it was um Brock Lesnar hunting sharks because he loves his hunting. <laughs> like there's this shark swimming up to someone and you hear Brock Lesnar's theme and you just see him suplex a shark out of the water. It was great. <laughs> oh, it was like God. um this was around the same stage as corporate Kane. And so yeah. like stepping and then challenging Yeah, you think you fought fought the worst version of Kane? Well now you're facing Scuba Kane. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was great. Like, I'll see if I can link it through to you because it was just, if you haven't seen it, because it was just so funny because it was just a complete piss take. And I think Vince probably was like, yeah, no, we're not going to do a complete piss take like that. Like, it was too much of a piss take, unlike um, Camp WWE, which was a not a complete piss take. It was great, yeah. though. I love Camp WWE. It was. It was pretty good. Couldn't do it mm. now because Goldust is gone. But. Yeah, it was oh, great. That. There's also, you know, Ric Flair in it, who's... Yeah. Excuse Yeah, uh, just his character in that was pretty um messed up, too, and suits it all. But, yeah. Yeah. That's another uh, iconic theme, is Ric Flair's. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, and No Chance in Hell. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with you. Um. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there. I was just um. Another yeah. one is uh Bret Hart's theme. Oh, absolutely, and um, you also include the Million Dollar Man. And yeah, money, money. No, that was. Yeah, that, that was, was Shane. No, that was Shane. Uh, money, 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 money. It, it also opened with his laugh, sort of thing, and yeah. everyone has a. Um, yeah. Okay, so here's your here's your cool question: best McFoley theme. <laughs> oh, I'm literally sitting in here in my 
room at the moment looking at my sign character shark, my sign mankind, my sign dude love, my brand new ECW limited edition character shark for greens. Mm. Oh damn. Um Oh fuck. Cause early mankinds was just the funeral march. Uh, what's like it was, that? It was, it was a bit different, but it was more. He his was weird because he had a intro music and an outro music. So he would come into the ring in one kind of music, and if he won, he would leave to another kind of music, another song. Ah, uh, and later on, it was the car crash. The dun dun dun. Yeah, crash. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. Dun dun dun. Yeah, it was great. I would have to say that one. That was car crash. Yeah. yeah. And he used that one not for do love, but he used it for mangwani cactus. And as commission of Foley. And mm, as no. GM Foley. <laughs> and as Mick Foley. At WrestleMania 22. I do miss the Kamish Foley. He was where he'd just appear out of nowhere every time. It was great. The four face of Foley. Well, that's another thing. In I Right now, I'm looking at a signed Mr. Soccer as well. Whoa. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck, I think I like Mick Foley. Yeah, just a little bit. He's only well, like your son's best friend and stuff. I have in my wardrobe that I'm trying to get a custom-made frame for, I have assigned three faces of Foley. It's all... Nice. It's Do Love, Mankind, and Cactus all in the same photo, and he signed them all as Do Love, Change Hands, signed Cactus Jacks, Change Hands, and really neatly signed Mankinds. Yeah. Um. So I'm just trying to find this... Um, this... um cartoon thing that they did because it was it was really funny but i i'm just trying to think the best way to try and look it up because of what happened in it um <laughs> it wasn't story time it wasn't camp wwe it wasn't slam city um maybe if i go list of Cancelled WWE TV shows. Um, but yeah, I think that's. Right. I think um. I think that's us done for today, isn't it? Yeah, I'm kind of yelled out. My throat's yeah, sore. You feeling a bit better <laughs> now, buddy? Yeah. Oh, I got finally got that off my shoulders. I've been holding that in. Oh. If you like that rant, I'm going to go on one soon about Tim Bloody Burton. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the next um, top 10 yeah. video, which I'm um, still got to wait on for that. It's It's been a painful process for him. You know, Tom now knows not to mess with me. Um, I do. I, oh, God damn. I, no. Not going to do that ever again. 
You know, not that or like if I win, you're gonna get worse. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, go to our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash before IWC. Hit us up on Twitter at before IWC. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash before IWC. At uh, the moment, it is only set up for the podcast. Uh, it has to be modified to fit the YouTube channel. That'll probably Sorry, happen in the new year. What was that? Um, sorry, I just sneezed. That's why there was a sudden <laughs> random squeak noise. But um, yeah, there will be modifier for the YouTube in the probably the coming year. Uh the YouTube just go to YouTube search before it was cool, and the video should come up to our channel. Please feel free to like, share, comment, and subscribe. It's all for free. We do this because you want this to. This is a fun thing for us. This is a way for us to catch up and talk a bit of shit. And if it entertains people, that just makes it even better. Me to get to go on a rant about old Southern... Uh, I'm not going to start again. Yeah, don't. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, WWE's yeah. got an anime series coming out. Got a what? An anime series coming out. Wow. I know yeah. what I offer that I also feel really bad for. Mm. The 2K developers. Yeah. Just, their roster is going to be so far outdated, it's not funny. Every year it just drops by huge, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, they didn't have a 2021. They've got the 2022 coming out in March, but the roster is going to be so fucking depleted by that point. They're going to have, like, Roman Reigns and a Big E. Oh, and the Bloodline and the Yeah, that'll be the DLCs. <laughs> Got to make that extra coin somehow. Mm. Anyway, so... I hope everyone enjoyed um Tom's anger. I sure did. <laughs> oh god, I'm sorry to everyone. No, no, it's like, hey, dude. Um, I feel more sorry for Taya because now she's got to she's got to change your shit stained pants. I had a shower before this. I already yeah, before but the other day. Your anger during is what would have brought a lot of it out. <laughs> oh god, but yeah. Uh, so, I've been Tom on treads, and I'm, yes, I'm very pissed off at a certain company in America, and a certain few people that will let go because they're absolute selfish dicks, and this being Shaky J. Yeah, it's been me. Um, <laughs> I didn't really do much in the whole thing. I just, just, just turned you around and let you go, and, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, oh. I'll admit, I occasionally um, I, stirred um, the pot. Stirred the pot, like poked you a little bit just to keep you going, <laughs> and it works. Like the moment I brought up kids, it was great for your anger. Um, oh god, damn! <laughs> oh, it's gonna get worse. I promise not to. Actually, no, I don't promise not to go on a rant next week. 
No, it'll happen again. Yeah, it will. I actually said a few weeks ago, one day I'm just going to spend an entire episode ranting and raving. And yeah, admittedly, I was talking about Burton, but this worked. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I think I might have found this thing. Anyway, we'll end it and I'll send it through to you in a moment. All right. Sounds good to me. Alrighty. Uh, see you later, dude. And catch <laughs> you later, later everyone. Bye, everyone else. Or right, and hey, Damien. Once forgot. Yeah, meh. I couldn't be bothered this time. <laughs>